Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Dr. Tom here, and welcome back. You're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 69, Improve Your Mindset. A couple quick announcements. Find me on Snapchat. If you're not on it, get on it. My username is T Retcher. want to connect with you guys. It's been really awesome for those that have reached out. It's been so much fun snapping with you guys, so thank you so much for connecting. Also, I am launching the Positivity Effect store on May 1st, which is going to have some awesome uplifting stuff in there for you guys to keep you feeling great. Today, Joe Noya is back to give us some actionable tips and advice on how to improve our mindset. Joe is a peak performance coach from the UK. He's a super great guy and I am honored to have him on. You can reach out to him at jncoachingtechnologies at live.com and also check out his website jncoachingtechnologies.weebly.com. Help me welcome him now to the positivity effect. Hey, what's up, Joe? Welcome back for day two on The Positivity Effect. Hi, Thomas. Thank you for having me on. I do appreciate it. It's great. Absolutely. And it's so awesome. I always love saying that it's so cool that we get to connect from around the world. You over in England, me here in New York. And we're just, we're, we're spreading some, you know, real positive vibes uh, around the world. And it's, it's, it's just incredible who we can reach and how we can do it. And yesterday, you know, you were on and we were talking about your story and how when you were at a difficult moment in your life and there were some some things going on in your own mind that were, were difficult to to really attach to and, and work through, that you were able to gain some perspective from it and step back from it and make a shift to where now you are coaching people to figure out how they can too have limitless thoughts and 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 achieve things and, and push forward and, and have a growth mentality in their life. So we looked at more of the ten thousand foot view yesterday. I want to talk about some more of the real, let's get nitty gritty with it. What are some things, if somebody comes to you for coaching, things that they can do to, to get started, to make shifts in their mind. And first thing I want to talk about is defining your purpose. So if somebody wants to define their purpose, where do they start with that? Well, the first thing they need to do is they need to define, you know, what is it they actually want? I mean, a lot of the things that I get are people don't know what they want. They don't have that purpose. So, for example, you know, I've coached someone recently and all their purpose was, was that they wanted more money. That was a one example. It's want more money. So actually, how do you, how, so how do we as coaches, how do, how do we as coaches or positive people even, now how do we actually get to know that? And I talked before about how we must understand first. We must stand alongside, you know, the person we're coaching. So we have to we have to have that certain amount of empathy, and when we talk about that, we try and understand their world. So the first thing is to understand, okay, so what does you know what does that mean to you? You know what does what does money have? What does that mean to you? You know what what will it do if you have that? Um, and create and it'd be questions like so how how would you feel if you if you had that money right now? And the question would, and the and the question the answers that come out of that are of course you start to you start to elicit emotions 
well, I'll be, you know, the question, you know, one of the questions would, you know, how do you feel? And what would happen is that I just want to feel happy. So again, you start to have the emotion. So if you have that, you feel happy and you start to build on that. And then you start to say, okay, so let's say, so what does happiness mean to you? So how could you start being happy? And then the conversation flows that we're having here, Thomas, that it's not, it's not then about just the money. It's about now, how they manage a relationship at work, you know, how they feel when they leave work, you know, um, you know, how can they, you know, how, how can I get more involved in the business or the structure of the company? You know, and this is what where it starts to lead. And you have this whole conversation. So then you start to ask them, you know, it's okay. So, you know, you could ask a question could be, I say, so where would you, I'd you like to be in a year's time? And they'll give you something like, okay, I'd like to start to aim for a leadership position or whatever it is. And you start to become specific about that. So your question's like, so how could you start to move towards that? And that's when you start to elicit the potential, what we talked about, Thomas, the limiting thoughts about, well, I can't do that because they're blocking me here, they're blocking me there. And this is where you then start to ask the questions, okay, so who is this, you know, and asking questions about how they feel about that person. And then you start to ask them how they could manage that relationship. So that's, that starts to build the picture. And once you start to build the picture, you then start, they start to stand, you stand up alongside them. And techniques I use are such techniques such as mind mapping. So at the center would be maybe the word happy for this person. And off that would be relationships. Money would be, you know, it will be, it will then be leadership. And then there'll be steps off the back of those that will then lead them to their ultimate vision. And one of the things is I, I give that, um, clients to do is to actually go away and actually once we've done that initial session is to actually then define their purpose and what that, that means to them. And that's only the initial session off the back of that is then developing that as we go through. So it's like if, if somebody comes to you for help and, and they're saying these disempowering beliefs of saying, mm-hmm. I could never do this. Mm-hmm. Or, or why me? You basically stop them right in their tracks, and you say, "We're not even going to go down that road because you haven't done the work yet." And and what that work is, is really sitting down and getting nitty gritty about what you want out of life, mm-hmm. and get and really defining it and 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 literally writing it down. And someone that says, "I could never do that," is is someone that they've never done that work. They've never gotten to the point where they they defined what is the you know like you said just i want more money and then they think about if that's you know that's a pretty overarching theme and then they want to but why is the purpose of why they want more money spot on absolutely yeah absolutely. Is, is it to so they have more time freedom is it so they have that that security that that their family is provided for because i just i just spoke to another gentleman he was telling me that he had walked away from a job that was giving him 350,000 US dollars a year. And he walked away from it because there was no purpose. So it's like almost if if money, you know, really ask yourself that question. If if money is at because we all that's a big thing that we all talk about, of course. Yeah, it's a yeah. big money is a big part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. But when we say if you want more money, why do you want more money? Because you Absolutely. may, you may, you know, I really truly believe the things you say and you put out into the world, you know, world you verbalize and your thoughts in the, in the universe, like those things start to take uh, fruition, you know, it's Absolutely. a funny way that happens. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you may, you know, you say, I want more money. I want more money. And then you find yourself in a job that you don't like and you have less time with your family and all these things that you valued are suddenly taken away from you because, so it's defining, right? Why? Absolutely. Yeah. 
So, yeah. so, so, Joe, once somebody defines that and they have their purpose and they're, they're ready to go and they've done the mind map, what's that next step? So the next step beyond that is once you've understood or once they've understood where they are, it's now you know, moving towards where they want to be. So you've now, obviously, you've, you've now outlined where they want to be. You then understand there where they are in terms of where they actually are now. Where are they now? So where you define them. And then now, then off the back of it is then actually looking at, looking at what they have and then defining, or well not defining, sorry, looking at what's most important to them out of that, that area. So it might be, as we first discussed, Thomas, it might be that they said they wanted more money, but actually in the fact of it, actually want more time with family, so I can help support them. So what, is, so what is it off the back of that? Was it to improve a relationship off the back of that? So it's then getting them to choose what is the most important thing for them to develop at that time with the overall goal in terms of which would towards be happy. So that would be the next step. So it would then obviously be for, for them to, for, for us to examine what would happen. So it would be, question that's okay if it was about it let's take for example it was about you know improving you know a relationship with a manager because they wanted to progress um it would be okay so how could you start to do that what would be the first thing you could do and and they would start you would start to listen to them and they would say well the first thing well for the first thing you might actually get i can't do that that's the first shutdown you get it's okay so first thing is to say well okay let's imagine let's you have to just park that the car and say if you, if you also explain when you say the word can't, you talk about it, Thomas, so actually what does can't mean to them? And a lot of the time can't means then that actually you can't move forward. You can't Once you say you can't, there is no movement. There is no movement forward at all. Mm. So as a coach, you need to ask them to, to part that from it. So, okay, so if you could do it, what, would, what, what could you do? And then that's when the reality starts to kick in in terms of, okay, so... If I could do, what would I do first? What could I do? So it might be to improve that relationship. Maybe that I will say hi in the morning. This is what they might say to you. I'll say hi in the morning and gradually start to build that relationship. So, okay, how when I get a negative comment, how do I then deal with that? And part of that is that, okay, so have you got a negative one? How do you feel when you do it? How could you then go back to that manager and express the way you do it in a constructive way so you could start to manage that relationship? Because some of the time, with all the best will in the world, Leaders, managers sometimes don't know how to manage relationships. So sometimes that needs to come from the person who's going to be empowered in this time. In this this time is the coachee, and they take almost like empowerment and try and deal with that in a way that actually then rewards good comments from the leader and actually then disempowers the negative behaviours and that gradually to build that relationship. So that could be one way in which how that conversation would go. Does that? Does that really answer your question? Tom? Definitely, yeah. And and Joe, if we're gonna we're continue with this just this analogy where we're well not analogy we're we're using an example of leadership in business. What about also too if you, so if you're if you're consulting with somebody that is in the leadership role and and they're they're thinking that they they can't get their employees to do a certain thing or a shift mm-hmm. is also maybe having them do a, a visualization tech um, you know process where. You let them start to think about what would what would happen if they didn't take action, and then letting them feel that like the the how, you know start visualizing the the things that could go wrong if they don't take action. And usually that, that I feel like yeah, that yeah. that could push somebody to to make yeah. the action. Like yeah. where if they're visualizing, wow, like yeah. the company's going to fall apart, or you know employees are going to leave. Yeah. Is that a technique yeah. that that really works? 
yeah i mean because what you do is you can actually you can actually go down you can go down that road um and actually so what you know it's the you know so if you did that what could potentially happen and it was all that about yeah this could happen actually that road is not very very nice like you said um but you've got to be careful going down that road too far because then you could create because when in coaching you want to start to create that you want to create a vision for them to be empowered. So it's important that as a coach, you do control in terms of control to going too far down that road. And that's when the empowering questions come. But yes, you must examine that and say, well, okay, so if you did this, what would happen then? But obviously examining that, but then obviously then trying to change that. And actually part of the thing about the leadership thing, though, it's almost like you said, is examining that and going down that road, but then bringing it back and saying, okay, so let's look at that part. Let's look at this part. So if you did this, what would happen now? And then trying to get them, like you said, a vision. But again, it all depends on what they're... You've got to be very careful as a leader as well because you've got to, you've got to remember that not everyone's visual. Some people, you know, some people, you know, prefer... Like you're an audiologist, so, you know, um, you're Aud- very... Auditory. <laughs> yeah, auditory, that's right. And you've got kind of say with your feeders. So you've got to be careful in how you present that. So, you know, some people, mind map will work. Some people would like... That's interesting. Like we're now. Yeah, so you've got to be very careful that you've got to, you know, a leader has, much, much, if they're having a conversation or even whoever it is that you do assess. I mean, one of the things I do is, you know, is you assess their, their learning style. And, and you may have heard of it, it's VAK, um, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. In fact, there's another one called R, which is VARC, they brought in now, which is reading. So it's really important that you, you look at that. And going back to that whole thing about examining what could happen, is you've got to be careful that you don't reinforce any beliefs that that are not helping the coaching, but getting them to acknowledge that they're there and then obviously then looking to empower them past that so then they can then go on their road to their vision, um, if, if, that, if that makes sense to you, Thomas. Yeah, that's, I like that because yeah, you don't want to go too far down that road, but also just, just allowing them to see that they are mm-hmm. there so they can raise their awareness because there could be things happening that they're not even aware of. Absolutely. And then at least you could say, okay, but don't worry, so now we're coming back. Mm-hmm. We're, that you're, it's not there yet. It's just showing you, look, we have to start doing things and making shifts right now, yeah. so we don't get to that point. And and you're at the right place. You're, you're in the right place. You're looking to make that shift. It's just you at least need to be aware of it. Yeah, you're spot on, Thomas. When you said that, when you said that, when people come for coaching, they're ready to make that shift. They're ready to make it. They come to coaching because they want it. They want to invest that time to make that shift. So they've already. Even if it's not a con, it's always a subconscious decision to make that shift. So they're ready and usually ready to make the work. They just need to acknowledge, like you said, you know, the things that are holding them back. And that's once they, it becomes their awareness of what you said about and they, when they release it into the real world, I can't do this and I can't do that. Once they, either they see it because I get people to write things on the board or, you know, or we talk about it, um, you know, hitting all the different styles, depending on what they are. You know, how do you feel about it? But once they hit those different styles and they can actually then feel it or see it or even hear it, they then go, oh, this is what this is all about. Um, and once they have that support as a coach, when you support people through that, because they know they've got, if they have a challenging time, then what can they do? They go, hey, Joe, I've got this problem. Okay, so we then have another session. We deal with the challenge, and then they start to build their own resilience. Because coaching is not just about being reliant on you. It's actually building resilience in that person. So they can then go on and not have so much coaching. They can then learn. They get to the next stage, and then if they got to another stage, but then come back and say, I've got a new challenge. This is what I want to do now. And they get all excited. They get, I think in your words, actually pumped, which I loved your email when you said pumped. <laughs> and it's all about getting that pumped feeling and not forcing it either. It's actually getting them to discover that for themselves because everyone has their own, in the American way, pumped feeling. Um, and we get a good feeling here in the, in the UK. We just want to get there and absolutely smash it. So 
it is managing the emotions and we're all emotional beings and it's tying those emotions to where you want to be you know making the good things amazing not just good but making them amazing so then you just want to have you just want to move towards it it's there it's it's it's, it's almost effortless because it's pulling you towards where you want to be it's no longer a strategy it's actually oh, i'm being pulled along and it's it's and that's where we want to be and, and what it sounds like too is that 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 final leg of of this coaching journey when somebody is looking to to make a shift in their life if they want like the the you can get good results and then you can get great results and you can get phenomenal results, like really, really make mm. amazing breakthroughs. And what it sounds like is that final component of that accountability of, of really the coach of you uh, as that person that's there. And they may not need you at all times, but yeah. when, when, when you're, when someone's trying to achieve something in life, if they know that they have somebody in their corner, that's, that's rooting for them, that cares about them. That's, that's help. That's, that cares about their specific goals, whether it's, to become a better father or to become a better leader or to lose some weight or yeah. to improve their mental fitness, mental health. It sounds like that. That's where the real, the real amazing breakthroughs come through is because somebody like yourself, you're in their corner, coaching them, pushing them forward. And they know they're kind of in the back of their mind. It's a little bit of a, all right, I, 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 I got to do this. Not just, you know, yes, it's, it's, it's for you, but for me, like I, I and I know that my, my coach is rooting for me and, and I have to make this shift. And it's like, yeah. I, I found in my own life accountability partners or, or coaches are so powerful because sometimes a lot of the stuff that you guys help us get out, we, we know it, it's all inside of us, but you yeah. help you help uncover it and, and carve yeah. it out yeah. and, and just yeah. stay there in that background to say, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Yeah, absolutely. And you had a lovely, you had a lovely word, knowing. It's that whole thing we know, don't we? It's the knowing, but it's the doing. It's the knowing what you do and then it's actually, actually taking the action. It's actually doing, and that's the that is the key. I mean, that is the key. I mean, a lot of people know a lot of things, and they know what they should be doing is just taking those next steps. And as you said, you know, a coach can empower them to take those next steps. But again, you know, whatever the results are, the coaching has to accept responsibility for those outcomes. And but as you, as a coach, you help them deal with the outcomes and help them move forward, which is so that is that that is the most empower empowerment thing is that they can accept. Okay. Like you said, you embrace failure, you embrace success, you embrace the results because then you know you can move forward. And that is that is the beauty of it. I had a coach of my own who Monday morning, he sent me a message just to remind me, hey, hey, buddy, thinking about you <laughs> and good luck with this today. Or I was, you know, good luck with this tomorrow. And that was like, whoa, like that. Yeah, it was so profound. And, and yeah. it really helped me, even though I didn't necessarily need it. It really helped. It really helped get me in the right state of mind. And it's it's powerful. It really is powerful when we're able to accept our, our shortcomings and, and go out and ask for help from somebody that we could really make some amazing shifts in our life, whether it, it's a you know making that shift to be a better leader or to start our own business or to lose some weight or to be a better person just overall you know be a better person to our family and our friends when we can accept that we have the shortcomings and then we can reach out to somebody the the beautiful moments really happen and we make some really big powerful shifts absolutely absolutely and i think there thomas you hit the nail on the head that is a perfectly coaching way where you check in with your coaches you just receive that that boost at that time 
And that is a lot of what we do as coaches. We do that. We'll, we'll know when something's going to happen. We'll know when that meeting's going to happen. In fact, today, someone said, I'm going to present on Tuesday next week. That's in the calendar. There's going to be a message to that person to go, good luck with that. You know, tell what's happened at the result of it. It's all that hard, that what you said, Thomas, absolutely spot on. So powerful. So, Joe, that this has been awesome. This has been a great like like workshop session, you know, just to help people understand how they can make some shifts in their life. So we're at the end of today's episode, but I just want to take a moment for you to take a moment to share with us a little something, uh, it's, you know, because you, I always say it's so I love that you guys come on because it just means the, it means the world to me. And I like to always repeat it and say that to you because I don't take it lightly that you spend some of your time with me on my show and bring value to my audience. So I'm just going to ask you one last question. Joe, okay. if, if you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on all that you've been through, all that you've created, all that you've done, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? But really, for me, it would just be someone that really just helped people. That's really it, and to inspire positive action. And also just to, so I can then, I mean, hopefully I would have helped someone that could have then helped someone else. And the whole thing is that, that I'd like to have created a legacy that goes on throughout throughout time. I mean, that is really that is really what I'd love. That's what I'd love, you know. People taking any messages out of what we've done today, making that, even if it's a tiny shift, but, you know, that tiny shift can make a massive, massive, massive effect. And now we're connecting across, you know, like you said, UK to America, I just want to be known as someone who helped people and through helping people, hopefully inspired them to become what they want to become. And just, you know, a good guy. That's really it. That's awesome. Joe, thank you so much for sharing that and for coming on and, and bringing some inspiration to my audience, uh, all the way from the UK to, to with love to the to New York and, and the, the States. And we have listeners from all around the world. So it's awesome. And I really, really appreciate it. And guys, you can you can connect with Joe at his website. Just go to jncoachingtechnologies.weebly.com and you can see some of the videos and some of the content that he's putting out. It's really, really awesome stuff. And Joe, besides your website, if somebody is looking to reach out to you, what is the best way today for them to connect with you? Best thing, just to email me. The contact's on the website. Um, just email me. And also there's obviously you can sign up to the newsletter as well. You can sign up there and I'll respond to all your emails very very quickly so you want to contact me that's absolutely fine just ping me an email and we're all there and we can just do it that way absolutely fine excellent excellent uh, joe thank you so much for coming on uh it really means a lot and it's you know we're we're we're, we're making this ripple effect of positivity in the world and and it's, it's here this is this this is here forever for people to come back and to listen to and and to be impacted by so again i don't take it lightly uh, for you coming on so I just want to say thank you I'd just like to say thank you for Thomas for inviting me on as well because I think it's amazing and I think what you're doing is amazing you know, to spread the positivity and I love the whole positive effect because I think it is amazing and I say the ripples you know hopefully with all what we're doing hopefully I'm someone to get there get those ripples and take amazing action and just live their life with purpose that's all that's be great that's it and I love what you said about just you know if there's one person out there if you're that person right now that's listening that's stuck, that's just really, really, really stuck at some point in your life, reach out to myself, reach out to Joe. We're here for you. And you never know what 
that decision is to reach out to somebody, what that's going to do in your life and that ripple effect that it's going to have in your life. And even if it's not us, if there's somebody that's close to you that has been, been asking you, hey, how you doing? But you've just been putting it off and you don't want to talk to them because you're nervous about how they're going to respond. Chances are when you have that conversation, you're going to feel better, you're going to feel uplifted, and you're going to be moving in the right direction. Absolutely. That is spot on, absolutely spot on. So, Joe, thank you so much again. Let's keep in touch, absolutely, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Thomas. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Positivity Effect. I promise to keep sharing inspiring stories with the guests every single day. I hope you feel inspired, and I hope that we start some self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy. Please check out the website at PositivityEffect.com, sign up for the newsletter, and I'll send you some tips to get you thinking more positively. If you're really enjoying The Positivity Effect, please tell someone about the show. Together we can create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world, something that we need so desperately today. So thanks again so much for listening. See you tomorrow for another episode of The Positivity Effect.